1: Gentlemen, thank you for standing by, and welcome to the New Gold 4th Quarter 2020 Earnings Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in listen-only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during the session, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. If you require further assistance, please press star 0. It is now my pleasure to turn the call over to your speaker today, Ms. Andy. Now, please go ahead.
0: Thank you, Operator, and good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for New Gold's fourth quarter earnings conference call and webcast. We have with us today Renault Adams, CEO, and Rob Chausset, CFO. Rob will present our Q4 operational and financial results, followed by Renault, who will discuss our operational results. After the presentations have been completed, we will open the lines for a brief Q&A period. Before the team begins the presentations today, I would like to direct your attention to our cautionary language related to forward-looking statements found in the presentation. Today's commentary includes forward-looking statements relating to Newgold. In this respect, we refer you to our detailed cautionary note regarding forward-looking statements in the presentation. You are cautioned that actual results and future events could differ materially from those expressed or implied in forward-looking statements. Slide 2 and Slide 3 provide additional information and should be reviewed. We also refer you to the section entitled Risk Factors in Newgold's latest mDNA and and other filings available on CDAR, which set out certain material factors that could cause actual results to differ. Please note that in all amounts are presented in U.S. dollars. In addition, including the presentation, there are a number of endnotes that provide more important information and should be reviewed in conjunction with the material presented. I will now turn the call over
2: to Rob Chausset. Thanks, Anne. Anne and, good morning. Renaud, did you want to open up the him? No,
3: no, that's fine. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Uh,
2: good morning. Um, Just jumping uh, straight into slide five, uh, which provides our operating highlights uh, for Q4 and and the year-to-date, details are consistent with our January uh, production uh, press release. Um, During Q4, the company produced 120,567 gold equivalent ounces, the amount consisted of 18.5 million pounds of copper and six 66,734 gold ounces from Rainy River and 16,362 gold ounces from New Afton, totaling 83,096 gold ounces. The higher gold production as compared to the prior year quarter is primarily due to higher grades at Rainy River and New Afton. Uh, Operating expense per equivalent ounce was lower than the prior year quarter uh, due to production and, and sales, higher production and sales volume. Consolidated all in sustaining costs for the quarter were $1,491 per equivalent ounce, 20% lower than the prior year quarter, primarily due to lower sustaining capital at uh, Rainy River. Uh, Moving to slide six and our financial results, Uh, fourth quarter revenue was approximately $199 million driven by sales. Of approximately 86,500 gold ounces at an average realized price of 1623 per ounce, and sales of 17.5 million uh, pounds of copper um, at 334 per pound. Our Q4 revenue was 43% higher than the prior quarter due to higher metal prices and higher grades. Our operating cash flow before working capital adjustments was $95 million or 14 cents per share for the quarter, higher than the prior year quarter, uh, primarily due to higher metal prices. The company recorded a net loss of 21.1 million or 3 cents per share during Q4 compared to earnings of 0 cents per share in Q4 2019. After adjusting for other certain charges, net earnings was 27.9 million or 4 cents per share, in the quarter compared to a net loss of 28 million or $0.04 per share in the fourth quarter uh, of 2019, differences driven by higher revenue, lower operating costs, and depreciation. Our Q4 adjusted earnings also includes adjustments related to the previously announced redemption of notes, unrealized uh, adjustments on our gold price option contracts, rainy River uh, stream mark-to-market, and our new Afton free cash-through royalty. Our MDNA has additional details on the non GAP measures uh, discussed here. Uh, moving to slide seven, our, our CAPEX. Um, this slide provides a breakdown of our Q4 2020 capital expenditures. Our total sustaining capital and leases for the quarter was $69.2 million, and the spend was primarily related to tailings work and wick drains at Rainy River and B3 mine development and, and advancement of tailings dam the tailings dams raised at, at New Afton. Growth capital was focused on project development at uh, New Afton. Uh, slide 8 provides uh, details of our, our capital structure. At December 31st, 2020, we had approximately $185 million in cash and approximately $490 million in liquidity. Uh, during the fourth quarter, New Gold completed a $200 million redemption with cash on hand of the outstanding 6.375% senior notes due in 2025, leaving a balance of $100 million on those notes. Also, in the early Q4, the company extended its credit facility to uh, 2023. Uh, I would uh, refer you to the company's press releases for further information on those specific transactions. Um, slide 9 uh, provides our, our 2021 consolidated guidance. Uh, Renault will, will provide details by operation, but on a consolidated basis, the company is expecting to produce between 440 and 490,000 equivalent gold ounces by metal. Uh, the estimated gold production range is 322,000 to 352,000 ounces, and the estimated copper production range is expected to be 56 million between 56 million and 66 million pounds. When compared to the prior year, production guidance includes an increase in production from Rainy River mine offset by lower production at the New Afton mine. The consolidated cash costs are expected to be in line with the prior year with lower costs from the Rainy River mine and higher from uh, the New Afton mine. The all-in sustaining costs ranging between 12.30 and 13.30 per equivalent ounce are expected to decline as compared to the prior year primarily primarily due to lower sustaining capital requirements at uh, Rainy River uh, growth capital is expected to increase over the, the prior year, primarily related to the new Afton Sea Zone project development and the Intrepid Underground at uh, Rainy River. With that, I'll, uh, I'll turn the call back to Renault. Back to Ro.
3: Thanks, uh, Rob, and uh, and thank you everyone who's joining us uh, today. Uh, I'm on slide 11, and before I start, uh, uh, it's. It's with a mixed feeling that I'm addressing you today. Uh, the year started on uh, a tragic way uh, at New Girl with the uh, fatality that occurred at the New Afton mine. And uh, when I looked at uh, the New Afton uh, team, the New Afton family, I see a very, very strong uh, group of people so committed uh, to the health and safety and well-being a favorite one working at the New Afton. And, uh, you know, we've come along for operating uh, the block Cave at New Afton and delivered so much over the years, including tremendous milestone achieved in the health and safety. The mine ended the year with more than 3.6 million hours worked without LTI injuries. This represents over 1,050 days significant milestone, uh, reductions in every aspect of uh, frequencies and uh, and an and incident uh, trending way below the uh, Canadian industry. And, and as a company in general, we've we reduced over 45% our overall frequencies and, and incidents. Uh, New Go comes with a significant commitment. And as uh, per the slide 11, when you look at everything we do from the environment and social and, and uh, our far main area focused on the water tailings and climate and indigenous. This is all, in fact, at the end of the day, going back to one thing is our tremendous commitment to the health, safety, environment, and well-being and everything that has an aspect of people in it. But the mine was hit on February 2nd with a mud rush that occurred at the recovery level, resulting in a fatality. And this uh, hit the whole family of Newfoundland, family in particular, and more families, and the whole group of New Afton and Newgall. It hit hard because it hits you right in the middle, you know, of where it hurts the most your core value and people. And with the same, the same. Strength, you know, and and solid foundations and, and commitments We have to get back on our feet and and move on and and find a way to move on. Understanding the the tremendous hurt of an incident like a fatality like this, but it doesn't take away that we have been and will remain always focused on health safety and put our people first. And we're going to learn from uh, this, uh, this accident. And, uh, and as we've done in the past, when it comes to adversity, we'll, we'll overcome and continue to move on in our solid commitment. When I turn back as a CEO, and I say it's a mixed feeling, when I turn back and I look at uh, 2020, I see only tremendous achievement and everything we did, and everything we do, a significant progress in turning and repositioning this company. And it started with the health safety, as I said, we've achieved significant milestones, and continued to de-risk in every single environmental aspect with positioning the mind for success. We've reduced our debt, we, we restrict our balance sheet, and we did so while we preserved a very healthy balance sheet in cash and liquidity. And we're moving forward in a very bright way. It's a mixed feelings because we've done so much. But yes, we started the year on a tragic way and we have to bounce back. And, and it's always the, the fine line as we put our people first because we understand what it did, and how it hurts. And uh, as the CEO of this company, I could assure everyone that the new Afton family has been and will remain extremely committed to the health and safety. And with the same creativity that's been so uh, part of the story of overcoming technical issues, we'll find a way to move on. I'm on slide 12. When I look at Rainier River and I look back 2020 was all about repositioning the mine and making sure by the end of 2020 the mine will be positioned to enter 2021 at an increased production reduced cost and in uh, free cash flow stream starting in 21 and for the remaining of the mine this this is how it's been designed so look at the result of 2020 achieved the uh, the high end of the gold equivalent production uh, Tremendous uh, effort in controlling and reducing our unit costs resulted in a in a lower cash cost below the revised guidance. Uh, we've completed all the capital projects on the deferred constructions and now moving on to sustaining capital and what I would call the more regular uh, sustaining moving forward. And we've done all this by achieve, by advancing a little bit of 2021 as well and ended the year at the low end of the sustaining capital resulting in an ASAP below the guidance. Now, as we're gonna see moving forward, we're extremely well positioned now at Rainy, and uh, we're looking at the future in a, in a very, very bright way. On um, slide 13, uh, you could see how we've uh, we transformed the mine with with two main focus, operational cost. And for the last two quarters, the mine de mill has been operating at a design of about 150,000 tons mine, and 27,000 tons mil, and uh, we've done so by also uh, focusing on our on our unit costs and positioning the cost structure of the asset to compete, or even better, with the 43101 assessment that we've made early in the year. So, if I move forward and I look at the slide 14 and I look at our operational outlook for 2021. I see a tremendous in improvement, and while we've made those assumptions in the 43101 delay in a year, and you're looking at uh, the COVID situation, and we bounce back from it and reposition the mine, 275 to 295 thousand ounces equivalent, a significant reduction in cost, below uh, cash cost, below the 800, an ASIC at the midpoint slightly below the 1200 dollars an ounce equivalent, reduction of sustaining capital, this is a significant improvement over 2020, and this will bring a good margin and free cash flow. The first part of the year, we'll see the mine in the higher strip ratio and a little bit of a lower grade as we continue our effort of stripping. But in the second half of the year, we should be back in the phase two and uh, benefit better uh, grade and lower strip ratio. Uh, The mine will continue to operate on an average of about 151,000 tons all year round, but there would be a bit of a shift from higher stripping, lower grade to uh, lower stripping and uh, higher grade in the second half. The mill will be kept at its full capacity and will continue to uh, improve on the recovery side very good upside is the underground mining. Uh, we've made a decision in 2020 to accelerate the development of the Intrepid Zone, originally planned for mining in 23, and we'll spend uh, the first part of 2021 really understanding and fine-tuning our block model and, uh, and, uh, and long-haul mining method with the view that maybe we can accelerate the, um, the Intrepid Zone. And uh, now that Intrepid is all pretty much all within the reserve and will be part of the 2228 mine plan. There's, uh, there is an opportunity here to uh, accelerate the entropy zone. Capital project, as I mentioned, mostly sustaining capital, tailings, uh, tailings increase, uh, capacity tailings and uh, stripping, and uh, some uh, basic uh, maintenance uh, <clears throat> on the main component with reductions of uh, nearly 50%. Compared to previous year. On slide 15, uh, <clears throat> significant uh, progress with regards to how do we bring back as many ounces as possible in a mine plan on the ground, and uh, potentially extend the life of mine. At the end of 2020, uh, and as you could see on the upper or the upper figure, the uh, the intrepid zone was basically all transferred back to reserve as a result of uh, a higher gold price used. So now we have basically the whole uh, intrepid zone now back into the reserve and will be incorporated in the 2022-2028 mine plan, uh, would provide better grade at the earlier stage than the current plan and and, uh, may extend the life of the stockpile as we would be uh, incorporating more underground during the period. Originally, Entrepid was has only a small portion included in the current plant, but now we're moving the whole Entropid into the reserve. And as you can see at the bottom right, there is still a significant amount of resources that are outside of the reserve, but within the reach of potentially being mm-hmm. included in a mine plant. Extending the life of mine beyond 28 as a standalone underground. To do so, uh, we'll be carrying in 2021 a study, an economic study, looking at uh, the feasibility of bringing back, and of course, uh, with the milling scenario that would be adjusted as a, as a potential standalone underground. So more to come on this, but uh, significant progress to date. Uh, almost uh, replace the depletion of mining depletion of 2020 by incorporating entropy and a little bit around the open pit as well. But the big uh, upside here is eventually to migrate back from resource to reserve a significant amount of ounces from underground in 2021. Uh, on slide 16, exploration continue at uh, Rainy River. We, we've launched it in the fourth quarter. Uh, we have the first uh, 4,000 meters that are complete and assay uh, spending, and uh, we intend to uh, to release before or late Q1 an exploration update, which we will be ramping up. All work uh, <clears throat> will be uh, wrap wrap up, you know, all the results today at Rainy River, and we'll incorporate as well the uh, the new and So more to come on the exploration front. I'm on slide 17. So, looking back at the new Afton in 2020, uh, <clears throat> new Afton is engaged, of course, in the construction development and constructions of the B3 zone and the C zone. And significant progress were made in 2020. And uh, <clears throat> first, achieving the, uh, the mid-range of our uh, gold equivalent production We've done so with the unit cost within our cash costs towards the lower end. Uh, we've uh, we've advanced significantly the B3 zone, and by the end of the <clears throat> uh, the end of 2020, we were well positioned to uh, initiate uh, the B3 zone uh, in the first half of uh, 2021, and this uh, this continues. On the gross capital side, mostly around the C-Zone uh, development, we ended the year at 110% of the development. Uh, we were fully engaged in the construction of the taken-amended tailing uh, facilities by the end of 20. working hard on the stabilization as well. In short, we're now uh, fully engaged in all fronts. There was some capital that were deferred to 2021, but overall, at the end of 20. We were extremely well positioned to continue to deliver, uh, with the view that 2021 is about getting B3 up to speed, initiate the B3, and ramp it up. And uh, been in position at the end of 20, so we enter <coughs> 21. Sorry, so we enter 2022 with the B3 as a lead uh, or source for a new afton as we continue to build on the season. On slide 18. Uh, while I will not talk of the detail of the uh, accident as uh, the investigation continues at New Afton, uh, I thought I would provide with uh, with a 3D sketch to better picture of you know where the uh, incident occurred. As you can see, the recovery zone is this very small zone sticking out at the bottom of the lift one uh, with. Uh, Quite, uh, quite a space, a uh, decoupled in space with the B3 and the C zone, and as as a result, uh, all activities in the B3 and C zone has resumed, with the view to initiate the B3 uh, sequence and mining uh, in the in the second quarter, while we complete uh, the permitting and uh, and development to get ready. Uh, the C zone, as well as you can see, even further down. Uh, the development has resumed as well with the view to uh, deliver on our capital plan in 2021. The lift one, uh, located above, is uh, as well, most of the area of the LIST one, in fact, has no interactions with the recovery zone. So, as as a general view, the recovery zone at this stage is in the remote mucking and the assumption is made that will remain remote mucking for the rest of the year. And therefore, extend the remaining extraction of recovery, one, uh, recovery zone, and uh, most likely in the first half of 22. And the lift one will now be ramping up to uh, over the next week towards the Q2, where we uh, we expect to be back in the pre-incident mining rate. On slide 19, looking forward for New Afton in 2021. Uh, there is two aspects of it. There is the operational, of course, and there is building the future. So on the mine plan, uh, there was a revised mine plan that was uh, released this morning. And basically what is the mine plan about is is obviously um, a limitation around the recovery level. So from the original top of 2021, uh, and as previously disclosed, the recovery level was expected to be more towards the three 4,000 tons a day. And now we'd average probably more around the 1,700 tons a day and therefore would extend next year. That would be basically replaced by some stockpile on surface as the lift one will ramp back to what we expect to be the pre-incident mining rate at some point in Q2 and would represent about 60-65% of the ton and the, the plan to initiate B3. And the second quarter hasn't changed. A little bit of ramping up from the incident, of course, but B3 is expected to represent 20 to 25% of the ore for the year. In terms of capital project, uh, more sustaining this year as we complete the B3 uh, development and put it in production. And on the growth capital side, it's all about season, Uh, increased capital because we're, now engage in offense, and we expect uh, the season to be significantly de risked by the end of 2021. On slide 20, uh, a lot of work has been done so far uh, from the first phase of exploration on the Cherry Creek at the bottom right, the figure. Uh, We are uh, awaiting a lot of assaying and an interpretation pending. And as I said, we'll, uh, we will should be in position to release uh, an update exploration story uh, by the end of the first quarter. But we continue to work underground as well, but it's really from 22 when we have better angles from uh, from the ram going down to sea zone that we'd be more actively looking for uh, potential continuity of the sea zone and the SLC at depth meanwhile there is a bit of delineation taking uh, taking place but uh, but i think it's fair to say that the exploration program of 2021 will be mostly focused around the uh, around the cherry creek area with some uh, underground picking up more in 2022 so more to come in our uh, exploration update plans for late q1 on that i'll uh, that will complete the most formal part of the call and I'll pass it back to the operator for the Q&A section. Thank you.
1: As a reminder, to ask a question, you will need to press star one on your telephone keypad. Again, that's star one to ask a question. Please stand by while we compile the Q&A roster. Your first question comes from Anita Soni from GIBC World Markets. Your line is open.
4: Hi, uh, good morning, Rob uh, and Renaud, and I'm um, just uh, wondering about the capital numbers that um, you've provided mm-hmm. for both New Afton and Rainy River. Um, there's a bit of a range on um, on that, um, quite a wide range, uh, particularly on the New Afton. So, could you just give me an understanding, like in what cases you would spend the lower amount and what cases you would spend the higher amount? How, like, why why is that range there?
3: Well, you see like the capital project for New Afton is a four year project, right? So there is uh, as we as we experienced in uh, in two thousand and twenty at rainy River, for instance, where we uh, we uh, we were in position to accelerate some twenty one, for instance, and uh, so you look at the new Afton, uh, generally speaking uh, we we make and you know we made our estimate based on and an average productivities and, and timeline around. But uh, because most of it is all about, you know, uh, development and uh, there is always a, a possibility where you could uh, you could improve on your uh, performance and uh, you want to do maybe more development or maybe you advance more stabilization than plan. And because those activities uh, occur over four years, so you have a lot of room uh, based on performance and we, we and, and equally important, uh, we're doing very well on the COVID as well we're case free uh, new afternoon and rainy as we speak, but there are some some aspects out there that sometimes you don't hundred percent control. so we thought you know uh, we, we feel comfortable with you know guidance being set in the mid range of what we could achieve, but we we have a bit of room should we uh should we better perform uh to uh to increase some aspect as well Rainy river is uh is uh, somewhat uh more focused on the uh on the tailing so we have a good handle on that one uh, stripping wise looking at the gold price and so forth so there's maybe a bit of flexibility around how we we want to operate the pit as well uh, maintenance-wise, there is depending how it goes. Can we accelerate a bit some aspects? So um, I would say that that would be uh, the thinking behind Anita. Uh, and uh, and again, if you look at our mid-range of uh, capital, it's probably where we feel comfortable to achieve. But uh, but we have the proper room. Should we uh, should we better perform, or maybe something out there slowing us down a bit?
4: Yeah, I'm just wondering if. Um capital allocation and you know an eye to you know sort of hitting that free cash flow inflection point i think as most people had expected this year was part of the planning like are you know are, do you do you really have any kind of focus on whether or not you're you go free cash flow negative or or are you trying to maintain positive
3: it's all about uh the price you apply to it but if you uh, you mm-hmm. look at the rainy river today beside the 10 12 million canadian of uh of ac- uh, accelerating uh, accelerating uh, the entropy. you're in an ASIC, uh, you know, slightly below the 1200 So it's a significant margin, right? And mm-hmm. will bring a lot of free cash flow. And uh, we have the second payment this year as well from Artemis. And yeah. so, yes, we remain very confident uh, that will be, uh, again, we don't control the metal prices. We all know what's happening with the copper as well uh new Afton is is all about achieving a self funded you know approach over the four years uh no doubt but mm-hmm. uh but globally anita and and all when I look at the the current prices and and uh and the work we have to do at new Afton, can we be close to the to the neutral cash flow and benefit from the rainy and uh and the second payment so definitely we're targeting free cash flow this year
4: okay. Uh, and then uh, another more technical question, typical of me, is just: mm-hmm. Can you
3: give us an idea of where your mining, milling, G&A costs
4: are hitting for both of those
3: assets? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't have this uh, handy right now, but uh, I would say if you look at uh, Rainy River, uh, you're looking mm-hmm. at our plan for the year, and you're looking at, for instance, the 43101, where we have shown on a year-by-year basis. I would say it remains a, a very good reference. Uh, when it comes to rainy a new afton is a bit of a different uh, situation considering the new plan so uh, again if you if you use the forty three one oh one reference on the year by year uh, yes we would be a unit cost higher as a, as a current situation but we mm-hmm. should be back on our feet in 2022 so i don't have the the answer yeah. but please refer to the forty three one oh one. sure
4: and then on the unit cost as you mentioned uh, for new afton uh, would that be a little bit on the – I noticed you said remote mucking, so I, I was um, increasing that by a little bit because um, it's only about 10%, 15%. And then also the processing side looks like the processing rate is a little lower than what you were pushing last year, so um, similarly. Is it a little bit la- a little bit higher on that slide if you took the ratio of? Um,
3: it's it's more um, on the, the unit uh, on the unit yeah it's on the unit basis right so when you do a recovery zone a plan and remote mucking at seventeen hundred tons a day when you were supposed to do manual mucking at three four thousand there is an impact there uh, mm-hmm. there is an impact obviously on and on a global uh, incident and ramp up and the impact of the downtime of course uh, yeah. globally. But once you're back on your feet uh, in terms of, uh, let's say, lift one uh, productivities in the second half, uh, what we have planned for the B3 unit cost, again all reference to 43101, uh, we still feel very strong. Fuel-wise, uh, I think we could achieve better than usually planned uh, than originally planned. So. We'll be very close in some aspect, but unfortunately, uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be impacted a bit on our unit costs for the underground as a result of uh, what's happening now.
4: And, and last question for me is um, the capital spend. Is there any kind of um, sort of waiting uh, between the quarters that we should be aware of? You know, typically people tend to underspend in Q1 and then really try to make it up in Q4, so I'm just uh, curious if it's an even spread that you're looking at, or is there... Um and obviously, new afton things had to be paired back in, in Q1, but um, outside of that, is there anything we should be aware of?
3: No, I think uh, I think our disclosure addresses well, and as you as you say, uh, definitely the second half new afton will be stronger, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know as we ramp up from the Q1, but uh, Q1 Q2, but no, I think uh, I think other than that, uh, the, our disclosure is addressing obviously uh, every aspect to guide. What's going to
4: okay, happen. Thank you. Thank
3: you very thank
1: much. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks. Again, to ask a question, please press R, then the number one on your telephone keypad. Your next question comes from Mike Parkin from National Bank. He'll Hi,
3: guys. Thanks for taking my questions. Uh, on rainy, you know, you're bumping up against the, the permit limit on your processing. Uh, As you're moving into the second half, you've indicated, you know, more favorable kind of mining scenario where you're into a lower strip um, and also better grades. Is there, like, can you just give us an update there in terms of what you're thinking about in terms of the permit limit? Are you looking to get that
4: revised? If it, you know, any kind of details you can shed there?
3: Uh, of course, the conversation you know was somewhat initiated. Uh, if you look at from what we can peak mike i mean we 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 can peak up to thirty two right and the average is twenty seven I'm not saying we're peaking thirty two every day, of course, it depends on the hardness but but generally speaking, uh, we've been for two quarter in a row where uh, you take a little more downtime to not uh surpass the twenty seven and then you have the life of mine attached to this as well. So expanding the the the, the milk capacity to let's say uh, something that would be reducing the 20% between the peak the peak and the average uh, could be eventually possible. Uh, very important is the, uh, the the not shorting the life of mine and continue to do so in progress and expand as we also extend the life of mine. So this whole exercise in 21 is very important for us because it's. It's about being uh, more efficient, more profitable, but also continue to uh, to grow this uh, enterprise in uh, in the region, which is very important to us and to everyone and all stakeholders, including the government. So it's kind of linked to this whole exercise. Uh, there is maybe uh, a conversation to be held to increase a bit, but it has to be well captured in all the effort uh, of extending the life of mine as well, and uh, bring back more on uh, the ground as well. And uh, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, second half of the year may be a stretch. Uh, I think we wanna fully understand potentially how this whole thing's gonna reshape, and then you go after the optimization of it. So could be uh, could be a, a more conversation the second half, but I'm not expecting uh, any increase of the milling capacity, if you will, permanent in 21. And uh, we'll see as we advance in the exercise. Does that deserve a 22 uh, talking? Maybe. Okay, oh, that's great. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks.
1: Your next question comes from Mike Chalinen from Bank of America. Your line is open.
2: So, Robin are I'm sure you noticed uh, that IM Gold just sold a bunch of royalties for up to $47 million. None of the royalties in production. And I'm obviously have a stream on Blackwater which is moving to production. I guess uh, Frank, Franco, Wheaton, they probably haven't forgotten your phone number. So just wondering what you're thinking on that stream. Is it something that'd be sold uh, uh, to have buyers? <laughs> uh, thanks
3: the uh We're definitely not questioning ourselves if there could be a buyer out there uh, without, uh, without more specific I think, uh, I think definitely you know as you look at the uh, the stream where we own on the uh, Artemis Blackwater uh, in Canada, a uh, solid project on its way to be uh, developed and uh, so we understand the 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 interest. Uh, I think Rob and the team did an unbelievable job in 2020 to restructure this balance sheet of the company and, uh, and maintaining cash, cash liquidity and so forth with only a hundred million to be repaid, if you will, before 25 and all that basically the whole long-term debt set in 27. So is there any need in the short term to monetize or no? And, uh, you know, we, we sold Blackwater, we sold the, uh, if you will, a, a portion, you know, and, and all of our, of our pipeline and retain very strategic uh, stream on it and, and some equity and uh, more payment this year. And uh, and as we move forward, is uh, it would be always a question for us, how do you build more value from those? So, of course, we have this a uh, very very solid stream that you could eventually monetize and and maybe down the road accelerate some debt repayment but i would think uh, i would think uh, the stream for us represents something more strategic than this uh, we work hard in repositioning this company and and build on a free cash flow with no need to use this stream for any debt repayment and if you ask me, I would say uh, we're very pleased to own it, and uh, we're very pleased with the progress of Artemis, and we see the value increasing over time. But my preference uh, would be to uh, to not just sell for the sake of, even though there is some interest out there, but uh, but be a little more strategic about it.
2: Okay. well, oh, thanks. Take care.
1: I don't see any further questions at this time. I would like to turn the call over back to Anne.
0: Thank you, operator. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. You know, as always, should you have any additional questions or require more information, please feel free to reach out. Um, but that completes today's call. Thanks again.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.